0: thank you thank you thank you melanated way i'm linda obviously that's april over there she was traveling and now she's back um we are on a different day but we are here at the same time welcome we're covering match me abroad april i can't believe it's already episode nine and i think it might just be a 10 episode arc so i think i'm not sure about that but it feels like they're winding it up already and i was i was kind of shocked by that
1: Yeah, it seems like we're winding up Susan and Nathalie, and we're just getting started with
0: Princess. And I am shocked that Princess, Michelle, is actually turning out to be my favorite. Who knew? Thank you so
1: much for the warm welcome.
0: Who knew? You know what? I am am done with y'all. I was looking at the um, comments in the replay from last week and everyone's like oh something something April Canada something something April Canada and I was like okay I'm just I, I'm just we're here now you were clearly an honorary Canadian and so we're like just gonna you. go with that now I'll have my crumpets next live oh God see what you guys did <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, so Before we get carried away, as per usual, bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show. Your support is really um, appreciated, as well as there's super chat and super stickers available. And while we're doing all the housekeeping, don't forget to like and subscribe and tell a friend and tell another friend. Head over to April's page, Holloway Legal PLLC, where she is live streaming in conjunction right now. And like and subscribe there as well. Yes, please. So, overall thoughts of this episode. I am sad that it looks like it's
1: closing out for some of our people. But you know what? I like Natalie more now.
0: Uh, I'm I'm surprised. I feel like we have it. I feel like we need more time. We definitely need more time. We definitely
1: need more time.
0: Yeah, and it was like three weeks, and it just doesn't feel like it was three weeks. I, I need enough more time with the cast members, as well as the locations they showed up at. Like, I feel like I didn't get enough of the world that they traveled to. Um, And then I'm surprised that, you know, one of these matchmakers have to make some type of match. I feel like there might be one in the horizon, but like, hello. I mean, they came in so strong with
1: their 99% success, 96% success rate. So I was expecting, you know, by the time this is over, all of our people are headed right down the,
0: aisle that part and like three weeks and only two dates maximum three dates. what what's been going on the rest of the days yeah exactly because we should have been utilizing breakfast
1: lunch dinner like right
0: hello april had like 400 dates in 30 days so it can be done it can be done it can
1: and, it, and it's i was working when i did all that too <laughs> come on you guys
0: are like come on yeah i don't get it i don't get it so let's just jump in so we started with what was surprising to me y'all surprising uh michael and michelle's date and if you guys remember michael's the doctor aka uh baker blogger I like that. Um, And he was like, I wasn't feeling him last week. I thought he was uh, not very friendly. I didn't like how he was talking about Michelle behind her back. But it turns out, you guys, he was just really, really nervous. And he... He did say it last week April he did say he needs to warm up to people he really needs to warm up to people like he may be socially awkward uh I'm thinking maybe he spent all of his time in the books and studying and he likes rules and regulations and so to get outside of his comfort zone that was all outside his comfort zone what were your immediate thoughts well he said he was
1: conservative last week so I thought she was turning him off with being so open and bubbly about certain topics, um, but I was wrong. Apparently, he just he was needed to take his time and get warmed up to being on the date, being on camera, maybe even yeah. And now he's okay.
0: Yeah, it was super weird. So, um, she talked about how in the beginning of the date, which we saw last week, they had to do the baking in order, and she was really turned off by it. And she was turned off the fact that she felt like he wasn't hadn't didn't have any confidence. Um, And so she was like, oh, no, this is not going to work. So I give credit for the date working out 100% to Michelle because she didn't allow this guy to turn her personality off. And what I mean by that is I'll speak for myself. If I'm not catching a vibe, I'm not going to continue to put it out there. And I might have like a bit of like an attitude, not an attitude, but I'll just be like, yeah. If you're going to be if I'll match you where you are. Mm -hmm. That's not what she did. Michelle just continued to be herself, her bubbly self, kept like engaging him, kept asking him questions. And finally she was able to like pull him out of his shell. Do you agree with that? Oh, I agree.
1: I give, I give
0: her credit for continuing to be
1: herself and not shutting down because she's coming out of not dating for a while, but I would give him a little bit of credit too, because he recognized that he was part of the problem.
0: Yes, agreed. So she asked him some questions to get him out of his shelf. First one was, you know, have you dated a patient before? And he says no, but he's like, he thought about it, which is an interesting thing. Cause I feel like that's like a fine line to admit to, but you know, he says that one of the things that he enjoys <clears throat> is that he likes to be in the moment and he likes to you know, just wait. And when the magic happens, it happens. And that's when you know you have a connection with someone. While Michelle was like, well, I'm more of a realist. Like, I'm not waiting for the magic, I'm more of a realist. And she's like, I need a mental and an emotional connection that's really important to me. And if I don't see it, then it's not a thing. What were your thoughts on on those comments? Mm, I don't like what I'm about to say. And maybe I'm
1: wrong. I think that because she's been hurt, that she's trying to make a logical decision out of something that most likely for most people is not a logical decision.
0: And here's what's interesting is that, you know, I, I won't call any names out, but my co-host on this show, No <laughs> Names, uh, was really against uh, Katerina, her matchmaker. And Katerina basically just said the exact same thing that you just said. So, I mean, my (laughs) (laughs) co-host.
1: Well, Katerina, I agreed with her when she said that. I disagree with other things that she said. But as Michelle was talking, I heard an old version of myself talking. And I was like, oh, girl, you're still going through it. You're still working through some things and you'll get there.
0: Yeah. But... I love the fact that she's making an effort, and I love the fact that, I mean, to my pleasant surprise, that Katerina, she does say a lot of things, in my opinion, that are a little like, wait, what did you say? You want me to submit to who, the what, the where? But I guess she does know what she's doing, because she knew exactly where Michelle had some uh, work to do, and she wanted to point out those things to her in order for her to have successful dates and move forward and find the one, which... You know, who knew? Who knew? She knew what she was doing. So Michelle asks about the traditional roles, right? And and how back to her matchmaker, Katarina was like, "Hey, listen, you know the men here in the Czech Republic are very very traditional. You know, the woman is barefoot and pregnant at the house, taking care of the house and the kids, and the man goes to work, all that thing." And so she asks. Michael, you know, where do you stand with that? And he's like, well, you know, I don't really believe in the traditional if that's the definition of tradition. He said, you know I believe there are no death defined roles in a relationship. And I thought that that is where boom, that was where they connected immediately because that's what she's been saying the whole time, right? There's not really mm-hmm. a traditional way to look at a relationship. Each relationship is different and you bring into it, what you want to get out of it. It doesn't have to be like, oh, it has to be this, 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 this and this way because I don't think any two relationships are the same. April? Oh, I agree. At this point, I
1: did want to ask him, well, what do you mean when you said that you are conservative? Because it means something to me that is different from what he just said. But she wouldn't know to ask him that because he said it like as an as an aside to the to the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to know at some point going forward, what is what do you define as conservative if you don't believe in
0: traditional gender roles? Mm, it's a really good question. So uh, while they put their cake in the oven, you know they got to know each other a little bit better, and you know wine and rum will do that. Loose lips, loose <laughs> lips. <laughs> because <laughs> he was smiling more, they were cheersing. I was like, oh, okay. He really was letting that cake stress him out. He really was. He really, really was. Um. <clears throat> so the date got a little bit better after that. And he admits to himself that in the beginning, he was more focused on getting the cake done than focused on Michelle. Um, But he had fun. He loosened up. He feels connected on many levels with her. Um, And I was just like, okay, so this dude right here, obviously multi-layered, right? I think a little bit shy if I was like the um, unlicensed therapist. Mm -hmm. I would say a little bit shy, a little bit socially awkward. I think you're right where it's like the cameras are there However, he's he's a big blogging baker, so he should be used to be on camera unless he just like does it and then does like a little write up or something.
1: Well, he he gets to edit that. Like when when I'm making videos for TikTok, I get to edit them and choose how to put them out, not just have a camera in front of me and, and the controls all in somebody else's hands. That's different, right?
0: I guess I'm so used to cameras, that I'm just like, Like, whatever.
1: Yeah. You're like a professional journalist, which is very different from, okay, I'm a lawyer. I stand up and speak in court when necessary. That would be completely different from giving a press
0: conference. You're right. I mean, you're right. Either way, I didn't see this date ending up. Well, I didn't, I didn't see it. You know, sometimes you guys, I tell you that, well, not sometimes my gut is like right all the time, but that's, (laughs) That's another story. I didn't see this coming. Did you see this coming April, that it actually was gonna be a great date where they both wanna see each other again? I didn't see it coming, but I'm so happy for her. Ryan says, I was really shocked that Michelle's date didn't end as poorly as it started, that part.
1: Yeah, so Um, kudos to both of them for being people who seem to acknowledge their own flaws.
0: Yeah, agreed. So we're all pleasantly surprised uh, about the baking date. And Michelle meets up with her uh, matchmaker, Katarina, And she tells Katerina, yeah, the date went well. You know, there was a bit of a stumble in the beginning. And, you know, but we worked through it. She wants to build a connection with him. And she wants to know if there's space for chemistry. And we're really going to have a conversation, April, about this because I find it, fascinating. So uh, she tells Katarina, you know, it went well. I want to see him again. I definitely want to have a second date. Um, and she's like, you know, maybe chemistry is not like bam in your face. Maybe you can build towards chemistry. And, you know, we start with a little bit of spark, a little bit of fun and go from there. Now, <clears throat> Katarina says she's not sure if she, if Michelle really likes Michael, or if she's just being polite. And one of the reasons is because Michelle, like you just said, has had a bad experience with cheating and with men. And so uh, she says, because of her past results, she doubts if Michael really likes her, right? So she needs for her own security to know that the person that she's interested in is actually interested in her. So, what does Katarina do? She plays Michael's feedback and Michael's feedback y'all it was all A plus pluses he said that the date was amazing that Michelle is lovely, the baking went well and Michelle loved his cake Michelle is warm hearted vibrant, a great woman and he's really really happy and wants to see her again which boosted Michelle's confidence. She was really happy about that. Uh, Do you wanna add anything to that before I move on? So then, this is where I want us to have a conversation, April. So then, Michelle's like, you know, the next thing I wanna do, because you know I'm not here for a long time, is I wanna make sure that we are sexually compatible. And Katerina's like, it's only the second date, isn't that too fast? And she's like, no, I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) And then, (laughs) is like, well, you Americans, you guys move so fast. Us Euros, we take our time. Why don't you try to, quote, get him emotionally naked first and see what that looks like before you jump into bed with him? So is like, I'll choose the next date for you so that I can set that up so that you'll have the ability to, like, kind of get to the emotional part. Now, let's let's talk about this, April. What are your thoughts on that?
1: i was really surprised that she said that because i always hear americans being described as like prudes
0: i've never heard that about americans not oh ever. yeah when
1: when i see like um maybe like maybe it's better without these let's see okay echo went away from me i hope it went away from you but when I hear
0: um, when you see like no, the earpiece, it's better with the earpieces. It's better.
1: Yeah. Right, Sorry, guys.
0: I've heard Americans only be prudes in like trying new things. You know, like going to the disco and like getting loose and, and like maybe like wet shirts and and being free and you know all of that. But not when it comes to like, hey, let let's. Be intimate. Never heard that. So
1: anyways, go on. Yeah, no, when I hear like um, feedback on European commercials that are a little bit more overtly sexual, it's mm-hmm. always like, oh, Americans are being prudes. There's nothing wrong with showing your body and uh, Europeans go to the beach with their thongs on and that's not really an American thing. And so I was surprised, which said the Americans move really fast. But, no, but you know, you I are don't
0: they're say, saying the same thing.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't own perception on Americans, but that was different from what I've heard.
0: Yeah, but you and I are saying the same thing. We are? Yeah. We're saying that. I feel like we're saying the same thing, but not. So we're saying the same thing in, in, in what you're saying. Like, you're not going to see on commercials Americans and thongs and, and all of that that is considered like, oh, Americans are more prudish. But what I'm saying is in the day-to-day one-to-one, someone's on Tinder or or Grindr or Hinge or whatever, those fools are hooking up immediately. Oh, absolutely they are. That's what
1: I'm saying. A, a lot of times they are. Yeah. But I I would not hold that out to be the
0: average American. This is a really good study. I need someone to do this study, really, because I'm curious. Really I, th-
1: I think countries that are European, in particular countries that are a little bit more secular and aren't like guided by religion, I think they look at Americans as being ridiculously prudish or hypocritical at least. Like maybe participating in the activities, but hypocritical about being public or, or acknowledging it.
0: Interesting. I want that to be a study. <laughs> I do. We're moving on to Harold and Michaela. Listen, Harold. Listen to me closely right now. I need you to pump your brakes. I was afraid that you were going to be this person and you showed up. You were so good on that date. You went with the flow. You were communicative. And now it's the next day. And I don't know, you woke up and something happened.
1: He's, he's, he's
0: spiraling
1: because it's almost time for him to leave. And he's worried. Like he feels like he's just to seal the deal in some way before he leaves.
0: In all the ways, in all the ways. He needs to like, listen, when he started creating problems where there were none, I was like, oh, Harold, Harold.
1: (laughs) I felt sorry for Harold during yoga. I'm like, he needs to fart, doesn't he? He sure
0: did. I was like, and then instead of saying that he's like, my tummy hurts, I ate too many (laughs) seeds. I was like, you ate too many seeds, Harold? I was like, seeds? What What, seeds? What seeds were you eating? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay, so Harold woke up and he feels different. He feels special. He feels energized. And so he calls Michaela to do the good morning call. And uh, while he's doing that, he's thinking about her lips on his and so good morning. Good morning happens. She wants to see him again because she's going to be busy throughout the week because she has to go to work and she doesn't live close to to uh, Prague. She's like two hours out. So she invites him to go do yoga before she has to go to work. Um, and he agrees. He's a little hesitant because he's never done yoga before, but he's going to go because he wants his words. A little bit of pain and embarrassment is worth it to see her again. Oh, I think we have April on um, pause over there. Can you hear us, April? Thumbs up. I can hear you. Can you not see me? Yeah, we can hear you.
1: But my face is stuck? Yeah. Okay, well, let me just leave and come back real quick.
0: Okay. Ryan says, oh, Ryan says, as an American... And back on dating apps, I guess I'm a prude because I don't want to show my goods or see anyone else's when we just started chatting. That's fair. That's fair, Ryan. 100% fair. I just feel like maybe... Hi, Cassie. Hey, girl. I feel like... I don't know. I'm not on the app, so I just know what I hear. There you are.
1: Okay. Um... Yeah. So poor
0: Harold. Okay. So yeah, Harold. Yeah. So they're going to see each other again. She invites him to do yoga. He's never done it before. And like I said, he wants to do it because a little bit of pain and embarrassment is worth it to see her again. So he gets there. He's got his little brown shorts and his little brown matching shirt. And she puts him through all the exercises. So there's a breathing exercise against a tree and she's like helping him right she's got her hands on his back and he is like you could tell he's uncomfortable and he wants to talk and she's like no talking no talking
1: please no talking
0: Um, she smashed his belly on the tree (laughs) Ah, she's like no talking just breathe just breathe and in his mind he is like you know it's been a while since he's been touched and you know you guys during the whole pandemic and all of that stuff i was reading a lot of articles about um where we are now in 2023 and don't quote me on this but it's close i think it's like 78% of um and this is an american study 78% of uh, american people feel lonely and it it's the highest it's been since the pandemic, and to me that just makes sense, right? Because I do think that it's just we just live in different times now. Um, and so when he said that, I don't know, it, it touched my heart because I do feel like more more often than not now a lot of people are lonelier. So like you know, check on your peoples, and even if they're not your peoples, you know, the smile that you you have towards a stranger or the hello you say to your neighbor could be the only interaction that they have with other people throughout the day and that might just make their day. All right, I'm off of my, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. April, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, a lot so- of people are touch deprived. I think culturally, a lot of people are struggling too. I used to work with a lot of Puerto Ricans and I could tell like it was just killing them to not come into my office and like kiss my cheeks, like just, just, it's really, it's really
0: hard. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. So Harold calls Michaela the yoga master, and you can see that she really is great at yoga. She obviously does yoga often, um, and then he says this thing that I was like, wait, what are you saying? He's like, yeah, you know, this is one of the reasons why I came to the Czech Republic. I wanted to get a take charge type of woman. I want to meet a take charge type of woman. And that is what I'm seeing. I was like, wait, what?
1: I don't even understand what he was. He, I think he was like delirious at some points because he also had said something about being a beast to be devoured. I was like, what is happening with it? Like yoga is really taking him through it.
0: <laughs> I'm going get- to I'm going to get to that. <laughs> he,
1: he needed to fart so bad that he just started making, just saying nonsense.
0: Um, so she's taking him through more yoga poses and she's constantly having to tell him to not speak. Um, and then this is where this is the moment where he said that he felt like he might die. He has a stomach <laughs> ache and he feels self-conscious. And then this is where he was like, like I've been doing a lot of seeds. You've been doing what? <laughs> like Harold. Come on, though. So, and then... This is where he also Ooh. went warp speed ahead to I don't know who you are again. So he says he wants to know where they stand as a couple, where she stands. she He thinks that she's distracted and he's leaving in a few days and he has to know where we stand and he doesn't want to give up. I was like, my note literally says WTF. <laughs> what are you even talking about right now? Like, what are you talking about? You don't want to give up on what she's distracted. She's teaching you yoga and you've never done it. So she's giving you extra attention. My man is delirious, (laughs) real delirious. (laughs) Then he said he was excited that the yoga class was over. Uh, He's happy to see her again, but uh, it was a bit much for him. (laughs) So she has to catch her train. Uh, she works all week doing 12-hour days at the spa. And he's like, okay, so, you know, um, when he left, she's like, oh, I'm off on Monday. He's like, okay, can I see you on Monday? And she's like, oh, well, you know, if I'm working all week, I probably have chores and errands and things to do. He's like, okay, Tuesday? <sighs> and she basically was like, sure, Harold. We can meet up on Tuesday if you wanna come to me because it's two hours away, right? Prague is not next door. And so he's gonna come. And this is where he just threw me for a leap. So uh, will you introduce me to your family when I visit you? And you see her face, April? Her face is like, and there was a pause. And she's like, sure, why not? No problem.
1: They'll be there. So. They'll be
0: there. They don't speak English, so you can say whatever you want. They're not going to understand you. And I will not be the one translating any of whatever it is that's going on over there. Then he says, because, you know, he can't get any faster. How do you say boyfriend? Um, and I was like, Harold, can you just cut it out? But what was funny is her response. She's like, Patel, it's friend. It's just, it's the same thing. <laughs> She's like, I am not teaching you no boyfriend word. It's friend. Mm-hmm. Patel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, and it wasn't registering in his mind because he was like, oh, in America, you know, there's just so many different names for relationships. Boyfriend, girlfriend, baby daddy. I was like.
1: The fact that he went to baby daddy after boyfriend, girlfriend, I was like, wow, that's a whole different kind of relationship, Harold.
0: Right. But he's get he's already there in his head, April, because of what he says next. So he's like, I just want to know more about her and we'll see, you know, what the future holds. And, you know, I'm going to meet her family and then maybe I'll be spending the night. So he's already there. He's already he's like this. Harold, can you just pump your brakes a little bit? He
1: can't. hes It's the congestion. She's Salt. like, you.
0: all the seeds. <laughs> it's all the seeds he's been eating. She's like, yeah, you can come. And, you know, I would love to show you where I live and my garden she talked about and her family, all of that. But you can see that she is still like, I don't know you, but you're welcome to like, come and learn more about me but Harold is like oh yeah I'm gonna go to the house I'm gonna meet the family and we're gonna have sex and he's then doing, I'm gonna propose and we
1: are gonna get married he's doing so much I hope Katerina puts him in check next episode
0: I feel did you see the preview uh,
1: the, the, yeah I hope I hope that's what she's doing but we'll, she, we shall see
0: you saw that yes indeed he's spiraling and she didn't know what to do because she's like no like you're not gonna propose. You don't even know each other. And he stormed off like he was getting that ring.
1: <laughs> He's it it doesn't have to all happen right now. And I think all he needs is just some verbal reassurance instead of making up physical signs. If he would just say, My time is coming to an end, I wanna, you know, see if we're on the same page. Would you like to continue dating? after this visit is over, you know, maybe we could see each other. Just, just some kind of confirmation that way instead of doing what he's doing. It's horrible.
0: It's for guys it getting his own, getting in his
1: own way. It is. Yes. Most guys do get in their own way, but him we feel sorry for a little bit, don't we?
0: I do. I do feel sorry for Harold, but I also need him to... <sighs> really pay attention to Katarina's direction because I feel like she's directing him correctly. And so I don't need him to go ahead and and jump off the deep end. Yeah, Cause that's what he started to do in this episode.
1: I also want him to check whether or not he really likes Michaela. Don't just, oh, we have some interest in common, full steam ahead. I want you to also be checking, do we really enjoy each other's company together? Are there activities we want to do together? Do we want to live in the same place in the future? Like, he's too sold on, I've got to make it work because it was okay. The date that we had was good, so I have to make it work.
0: You don't have to do that. That and he is coming from a place of loneliness, right? And so he's finally getting some attention, and it's reciprocal. And so he's feeling like, yeah, this is it. No matter what, this is it. So, he walks her to uh, the train station, you know, goes in for a kiss, and then he's like, you know, I'm going to go back to my hotel room and dream about you. Oh, We're at 0 to 100, my friend. And then he did this thing, and I couldn't write it all down, you guys, because it was (laughs) nonsensical to me, and maybe one of y'all... Maybe it was a poem, maybe it was a quote. I was not familiar. All I know is I heard mass, the sea, swimming, the beast, devoured, lively woman. And it was literally like a (laughs) What? I didn't understand any of it. I was like, um.
1: I want him to go in his hotel room, get in child's pose, and just let that gas out. (laughs) All the gas that he was holding, just let it out. Just let it out. Also, if she does yoga that often, she's been exposed to people, and maybe even herself, have to let it go during
0: class sometimes. Oh, 100%. You
1: know, it happens. It's okay. Just don't
0: eat garlic beforehand. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, okay, moving on to Nathalie. Overall Natalie. thoughts on Nathalie's. Her and Juan concluded
1: for her in a place that I think she needed to conclude. But I did want to hear the reason why the guy canceled the date.
0: I'm glad that she's starting to pick up um, what she needs to work on individually. Yes. So that, if anything, from this trip and experience will be invaluable in my opinion so she's sitting at the cafe one of the things that I wasn't I was a little irritated by but you know whatever um was the fact that she was not even trying to speak Spanish like she would start it and then she'd be like "Eh, I'm just gonna speak English I just thought it was lazy of her because she knew you know like she could say gracias and, and she knew but she'd be like oh no no thank you she could say cafe but she's like oh no i want to call you know what i'm saying april like she's april yes can Uh, you hear me yeah she started Mm -hmm. but then she would stop herself and maybe she just felt uh insecure about trying her spanish there but i mean if you're in the land and you want to try try no one's going to really fault you for that anyways it's supposed to be her second date with alejandro she wants to get him to know him more, she says. And she thought that they had a really great connection. He's everything that she's looking for. Is he Natalie? Is he Natalie? We don't even
1: know what you're looking for. I, I didn't, that was annoying to me when she said that. Like, you don't know who you are. You really don't know what you're looking for, except for to not be what your mom is putting in front of you. Facts. So I'm glad he canceled the date, but I
0: would have liked to hear his own words as to why. Sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 I agree with you. Then Juan shows up, and she's surprised, obviously, because she thought, you know, it was her date. And before Juan could tell her, and this is why I felt like she could put her listening ears on, because I feel like Juan would have told her more than her cutting him off saying, oh, what, he canceled? He didn't feel the connection, like she went there instead of let me get some feedback mm-hmm. and he just nodded his head and said, yeah. Um, and then she starts making excuses. So five seconds ago you were like, Juan is, uh, excuse me, Alejandro is everything I was looking for and I want to get to know him more. And then you flip it in 30 seconds and say, well, you know, um, we were different in some ways for sure. And, you know, his relationship with spirituality is really intense more than mine. I was like, I'm going to need you to stop talking because we just heard you say one thing and now you're flipping it because you feel like you've been rejected. And so now you're going to say some things that are potentially derogatory towards the person that you feel rejected by. That is like so immature, in my opinion. Very immature and incorrect.
1: It wasn't that his relationship with spirituality was more intense than hers. It's the fact that she doesn't have one at all. You don't and, have one. And she doesn't know who she is. She's like, he asked her the question, My well, my dad's Catholic and my, my mom is, okay, girl, you didn't answer the question.
0: Yeah, you're right. So <clears throat> where do we end up? She says, you know, she thought Alejandro was nice and genuine. Um, and she really doesn't know what happened. And the fact that you don't know what happened is why you d- need to just focus on yourself and focus on what it is that you think is important to you, as well as who you are as an individual. Right. Because it's not like you're 22. So at some point, you're going to have to like start doing the self awareness, who am I, what do I want to be about, what do I stand for, what is important to me, what's not important to me, and all of those things so that you can become a whole individual. Anyways, um, she tries to say, hey, like, what do I do now? And Juan's like, well, you're going to go back and you're going to sit down and have a conversation with your mom. And she's like, no, I think I'll probably just live my life in secret. And I was like, oh, see, you. Mm. Two steps forward,
1: a giant step back.
0: <laughs> that part. Juan hammers into her, no, you really have to have that conversation. Do you want your mom to continue to control your dating life or do you want to take control of your own life? If you want to take control of your own life, you're going to have to sit down and talk to your mom about it. Or you and your mom are going to be joined at the hip and she's going to continue to do what she's always done. So she's had no connections with any of the guys after two dates, which, again, I also think is weird, right? Because we've had three weeks in all of the cities. At least that's what we were told in the beginning of the series. And yet she only went on two dates.
1: There has to be dates that we didn't get to see. There has to be.
0: They should have done a little montage or something because like make it make sense
1: because that what amount of time do? doesn't really compute
0: it doesn't at all
1: and susan had three dates
0: yeah susan had three dates harold had two dates and michelle we've only had the one date, but she just got there yeah yeah i don't know so <clears throat> No connections after two dates, but she's going to move forward and she's going to move forward on her own. She's going to continue to explore the city, the country, and just have fun with herself, have fun on her own. And quote, when she said this, this is the only thing that I was like, okay, there's hope for you yet. She said, my journey to self-discovery.
1: That's exactly. Nathalie. if you're out there, that's the, that's the right thing so that you can, you know, use your own time wisely here on this earth yeah and not waste other people's time
0: exactly we wish her all the best absolutely and maybe we'll see her exploring like maybe this is not the last we see of her maybe we see her exploring and you know working on that journey she can have a spin-off find myself (laughs) right
1: susan Oh, Susan. Oh, Susan. Oh, Susan, I was rooting for you. I
0: wasn't. I knew she was stuck in her ways.
1: I was rooting for you from the beginning, Susan. I did not see that you are the problem, but babe, it's you. You're the problem. It's you. Someone that I know... Who's also a co-host on this show, so you guys might know her too, said that Susan was the problem in the beginning. But I, representing for the AARP crowd, said no, 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 no. She doesn't have unrealistic expectations. She's fine. Um But yeah, she's 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 the problem. She's the problem, but I understand that it comes from a lifetime of other people hurting you. So now you have to decide, Susan, you have to decide these things that you put in place to protect you from the traumas that you experienced. You have to thank them and then decide whether or not to let them go. Thank you. You served me. I'm letting you go. You got to decide.
0: Ryan says at least Susan left the dog this time, that part. Um, And I will say this, I agree with you, April. However, I still have my doubts. And why I have my doubts is because if we go back to episode one, when we very first met her, she talked about how she pays experts for when she needs them. And one of them was therapy. So if she indeed is going to therapy, then this is something that she should be working through and have been working through. However, I feel like she has control issues and wherever that stems from, until she lets that go, she's not gonna be able to work on the things she needs to work on because she's controlling the narrative for her own life, which is fair, but you say you want all these things and then you're not open to actually receiving them. So that being said, um, the question that April and I both had last week was the same question she had for herself. How is this date with Mauricio gonna go? Um, with Juan not being there, right? So second date, Juan not there. How is it going to be? Let me tell you, kudos to Mauricio. Because Mauricio allowed her, in my opinion, to push through her initial, what she wanted her initial responses to be. And here's why. So they meet up at like a bar, he was going to take her to an art gallery, but it was poor weather. So he brought the art to her. Right. And so one of the things we know about Susan is she wanted her partner to be artistic, adventurous, financially stable. Juan says one of the reasons that Mauricio and Susan connect is because they both have the experience of divorce. And I threw in my own, opinion. I also think it's because he's older and age appropriate.
1: That's true. That that's a real thing.
0: Only for her. I feel like love can be love at any age. And it doesn't really matter. But for Susan specifically, I think for her personality, she and
1: for for her insecurity.
0: Yeah, she she respects older because she feels like older equals experience equals on her level. Yes because you think back to the 30-somethings that she was dating, she kept acting like they were kind of below her because they didn't have the same life experiences and she kept saying they're too young, too young and all of the things. So she wasn't gonna be able to make those type of complaints about Mauricio because you know Mauricio's in his 50s. So he brings the art gallery to her, which I thought was really awesome. He brought this art book and all the drawing utensils that you need and he encouraged her to draw now Susan reminds me of someone that I know and I won't name that person and it's not April (laughs) Susan reminds me of someone that I know where this person's first reaction all the time is no do you guys any do you know anyone like that yes like it could be absolutely something that is totally in line with this person and you can say it instead of being like, yes, the no. And then they warm up to it. It's like a weird automatic reaction. I know someone that's just like that. Like it's, it's wild to me. It's wild. Like, you know, you want to say yes. Why are you saying no right now? Anyways, that's what she did. She's like, no. And then he ignored that and just handed her the draw- drawing. <laughs> the and while he handed it to her, he said, what is your light? right which had made her think because it made her think she equates that to like oh he's smart and so says you know you always ask good questions right any question is a great question because it's a question you're trying to learn something in my opinion but because he's on her level that's a great question so she ends up taking the drawing utensil and starts drawing and I feel personally that that is how he put he took that first wall down because now she's distracted and she's distracted because she's drawing and she also is a perfectionist so she's gonna want she wants to match what she sees on the paper. So while she's spending so much time there, guess what? He's opening her up. He says, you know what is your light?" And she answers April, her first light in her whole life is her dog,
1: Calliope.
0: Calliope. What were your thoughts on that?
1: I uh, rolled my eyes and then I immediately like took it back because I think it was just a moment later when she says that she couldn't have kids and that was a really hurtful thing for her. Mm. And so Calliope is like her child. And I was like, okay, for somebody who wanted to have children to not be able to have children, I understand a little bit better now why she's treating the dog this way. Um, So shame on me for being uh, judgy about it. That's that's not my experience, so I don't know exactly what it's like, but just looking at her face, if that facial expression they showed us is the one that corresponded with her telling that story, she's clearly very hurt by it still.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah okay i'll leave it there so yes i agree with you it has to be her fault and i i wish she would have shared that journey a little bit so that we can understand her more because i i do know that you know despite what you heard there are a lot of women more often than not that struggle uh with pregnancy and have to go through a lot of things whether it's um surrogacy or IVF or all the things what up just Riley's in the house
1: Riley Riley
0: (laughs) you know what Riley I'm gonna let you not have a hard time today because we are doing match meet abroad and uh we're on Susan, but we'll get to you (laughs) so that being said I really wish that that was part of her opening story because I feel like we would have been able to relate to her a little bit more. And I specifically probably would not have been as hard on her as I had been. However,
1: Mm -hmm. go ahead. Oh, I'm starting to think that Susan didn't share of these hard things in her life because she has trouble saying them out loud without breaking down. So if we know that like control is one of her major mechanisms that she uses to keep her together, um, then she's not going to be able to talk about those things, see herself crying or, or have an emotional time on TV. She's not going to be able to do it. Even if she's been in therapy for a long time, that's her main mechanism of protecting herself. So for some people, she, I, I suddenly in this episode see so much hurt in her path That now I'm like, I think her and Natalie need to go explore the world together and spend some time just traveling and doing things and working out how to, in a platonic relationship, have trust and love so they can just step by step get to the romantic relationship.
0: I'm going to say something after. I'm going to ask you a question. Does she bring her dog on this journey with her? (laughs) Well, she has
1: to bring Calliope with her because who's going to keep Calliope for a whole like, I think this needs to be like a year long thing.
0: I agree with everything April just said. I think that we did see a lot of pain. We did see a lot of hurt. We, like I said, we understand where her control issues come from and why she has walls up and all of that. However, and y'all can come for me, the fur babies and all that, I love dogs. I'm a, I'm a dog lover. Uh, I would love to have a Frenchie in my life at some point but my dog is not going to be on the same dining table that I eat. I'm not sticking my finger in the wine that I'm drinking and having my dog drink from that same finger, the wine, like a wino. Like I'm just not doing it. So I feel for her, but there are some things I'm just like, really, really Susan, really?
1: Well, Natalie might not care about that kind of stuff, but basically, yes, Ryan, basically. Yes.
0: Natalie and Susan need to have an eat, pray, love sabbatical. That could be part season two. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for the super sticker. So much appreciated. Uh, For those of you guys uh, watching B90, Just Riley's in the house (laughs) and he says, feel free to roast him. You can go over to his social media at Just Riley and roast him all day long. He appreciates it and respects it. Don't troll. Gross. There's a difference.
1: There is a difference. Keep it respectful. No bullying. But actually, so what Ryan said about them having a eat, pray, love, sabbatical, I think that a lot of women uh, need to do that. We're in an environment right now. We're still in the historical arc of women being able to uh, vote and work and have bank accounts. And in that arc, there's still a lot of finding who you are and what success means and what kind of partnerships you want and what's valuable in your life. And when you're coming from certain backgrounds, this traditional background that Nathalie's coming from, it's really hard to find yourself in that uh, for some people. So, yeah.
0: Agreed. So, Susan, what is your life? Calliope, first, her dog, second, her dad. And then Mauricio asks about her mom. And again, here we find that there's this is another point of contention in Susan's life. She's like, yeah, but it's a difficult situation, right? Which makes so much sense to me, by the way. So he asked for a picture, she has one. And if you notice April, the picture was like, the picture that she had was old, you guys. It wasn't like, hey, this is two two years ago or this is pre-pandemic. It was like old when she was a baby, which again explained a lot to me, right?
1: You're still seeing yourself. To me, it meant she's still seeing herself as a child in this relationship. And that is a lot, that says a lot.
0: I think that from her first marriage when she was in her early 20s, I think that heartbreak is where her emotional development got stunted. I think from that point forward, she developed from a broken place, and because it's been so many years now, like you said, she could be doing therapy all day long, but because she has she's built it on a pro place of brokenness, it hasn't healed yet, and so all of these wounds pop up on her dates pops up when you ask her a question the first day, and I don't talk about that on the first day. Mm-hmm. You ask her, what is your life I don't talk about that on the second yeah. date. So if you don't talk about the first date and the second date, third date, when you're you're getting to know someone, when do you talk about it? So you don't make it to the fourth and fifth date because when you're too far in, and like I always say, you don't have the conversations that you need to have up front before you get into a serious relationship, you're in too deep. And we're yeah. seeing that by 90-day fiance the other way. Don't get me started on Brandon and Mary. <laughs> because I went off yesterday. So go ahead and go and watch that replay. But Brennan and Mary two years in from trauma bonding. Right, and now it's they're in too deep. So let's talk about those things. Let's talk about, you know, sex, religion, children, finances, get the hard things out of the way. Because yeah. why waste your time if you guys are not compatible and on the same page?
1: Yeah. I agree. Also, when you go to therapy, like you, Susan saying that she goes therapy, if you only go in crisis, then you're not going to get down to what are the patterns in your life that are leading you to certain places. I had that same problem. The first time I started therapy it was a crisis. Second time I started therapy it was a crisis, and as soon as it's over, you think, okay, you're done. Finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just go when I'm not in a crisis and figure out where my issues are coming from. And what can I do on my own um, to help serve those? Now, some things you can only fix in the context of a relationship. But if you go when you're not in a crisis, that's when you get to go back and talk about your childhood. Yeah, and those, you know what I mean. So we don't. When she says she goes to therapy, we don't know exactly what she means by that. Um, But it definitely there are different things you can get out of therapy going at different times to make it more helpful.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So we learned the most, what we've learned about Susan in this episode. So like I said, we learned about uh, not being able to have children. We learned about her issue with her mom and a difficult relationship there. Um, And then She talks about how Calliope, her dog, fills the voids that she fills in her life, which again is another thing. So, besides the children thing, there's another there's some voids that she's feeling, whether that means uh, the void of not uh, experiencing motherhood, being lonely, being by herself, being like the one that is always protecting your feelings, it or could, it could be multiple, a plethora of things. Um, that's the most we've known about her. That's the she like, gave us a huge peek into her personality. Um, shout out to Rory who's saying she's looking forward to or I don't, Rory's looking forward to starting therapy.
1: Good for you, Rory.
0: Good for you, Rory. Okay, so <clears throat> then we talk about uh, Mauricio's daughter and here's where they looped us all together, you guys. Thanks. Look, So Mauricio's daughter happens to live in New York city. And where is Susan from? Susan's from New York city, New York city. How often does he go? At least once or twice a year. And we know that Susan travels a lot. So if there is a future for these two, I can see how it can happen. Right. Cause he can come to her a few times. She can come to him a few times. So, She's like, okay, cool, the next time you're in town, text me, we can meet up. And he's like, yeah, we can go to museums. And she's like, yeah, I could be your tour guide. She likes him, he likes her. And he makes the gesture that there will be a next time. So he says, you know, we can finish this drawing the next date. Um, and tells the cameras, I'd love to see her again. I feel like we have a connection and he's like let me walk you to the elevator and then they had this awkward (laughs) (laughs) just kiss him
1: girl she wanted to but then she didn't want to and like the half commit doesn't work
0: well here's what happened he was being respectful and a gentleman so he gave the double kiss right right press the button for the elevator now what happened y'all is that she waited too long in her mind, she's like, Should I kiss him? Should I not kiss him? Should I kiss him? Should I not kiss him? Boom, elevator door is open. He's looking at her. She's looking at him. So she decides to make her move and she goes in to make the move and like gets like partial lip. But he was already turning to hug her again. Then she got embarrassed because you can, you also know she doesn't put herself out there like that, right? So to have the fumble, you could, I could literally visual see her like, Curling right back up, putting the shades right back down. Like you, do you know what I mean? Like she was exactly. like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that." Overthinking. Yeah, she gets in, it's- and then she still had that like crazy, awkward energy. So she's like, "Okay, bye, bye, bye," and she's like, "Ciao, adios," like all the things until the doors closed I was like, "Please put this woman out of her misery." It's I okay. It's okay, Susan. I called it the bob weave situation. <laughs> bobbin and weaving, weaving and bobbin, right? <laughs> At the end though, she does feel hopeful. She is appreciative of the experience and we have seen her grow in the in the last 9 episodes cuz she was like rigid and cold in the beginning and to her for her to get to this point, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy, right? We'll see what happens. What do you? I'm happy for her.
1: So it turns out she just needed Juan to go on the date with her, on the first date with her to make things go a little bit better. I was wondering in the future if Juan has someone like her, if he would just do that off the bat.
0: Absolutely. If you ever
1: have an interview with him, that's a question I'd ask him, like, you know, off the bat, do you ever have some clients that you're like, I'm definitely going on your first date with you? Or do you have some clients that you're just like, you know, your first couple activities are gonna be group dates, mm-hmm. group meetings. I, I'd be curious about that.
0: Mm, I should try to set that up. Cause that would be a great thing for the thing that we're doing at the end of our show. That would be <laughs> like, here's our list. Who would you set us up with? Let me see if I can oh, make that happen. We've had crazy interviews all weekend long. You guys, if you are part of my Patreon, go ahead and head over there. We have April, Dr. April. Uh, We did a one-on-one with her, as well as we're catching up with the cast of Series 1, 90 Day Fiance UK. And first up uh, was Caleb and Marvin, and they were so lovely. So if you guys are curious about what they've been up to, uh, definitely head on over to my Patreon. Okay. Last and certainly not least... Is our girl Stanika. Stanika, Stanika,
1: Stanika? We're so excited.
0: Woo! Okay, so overall thoughts on her segment.
1: I could not love Stanika more. I couldn't. She's she's going in, full of personality, excited about meeting the family. I'm here for
0: it. I'm here for it too. I was a little dealt with the last episode. Uh, Cause I was like, "Girl, this is not who you were presenting to be." I don't know what's happening. Don't let them turn you, girl. Yes. Don't, don't let, let them,
1: turn them turn you negative. You are positive.
0: You are all positive. So I was worried. I was worried. I was worried. And should should we talk about that now, or should we talk? Let's talk. Yeah, about that. let's
1: talk about it. So we were a little hard on her last week. We didn't like some of the things that we saw, and she let us know how she felt about. What we said
0: do you want to read it Shirley?
1: yeah i'll read it well actually you do it because i'm still having this weird echo sometimes
0: okay uh i wouldn't say negative so if you guys remember from last week april and i kind of went in on on stanika because we were not sure who this person was that showed up in episode eight it was just very much not who we've gotten to know uh, so we did think it came off as a little bit negative a little bit like ooh Don't let them pigeonhole you, girl. We're not doing that. So in response, uh, Sneeka said, I wouldn't say negative, but as a viewer, I see how y'all get that from that particular clip. I'm funny and energetic, but I also have a sarcastic sense of humor. Nordine does too, but in my clip, y'all didn't get to hear any of our actual jokes. Fun fact though, I wasn't produced like that my conversations flowed easily that they just let the camera roll majority of the time. The car ride she talks about where, remember I told you, or excuse me, we talked about um, her being like extra quiet and like no, no real interaction. Her response to that was the car ride. I got quieter the closer we got to his mom's house, just out of nervousness. But Nordine likes to talk a lot. We talked that whole car ride and left because I wore real jeans on the hottest day in in morocco i don't know what y'all going to see next week but i do know my face expressions will be on 1000.
1: (laughs) so we appreciate tanika for letting us in on what's going on
0: absolutely thank you girl for reaching out we appreciate you that being said she's meeting his family um it's a must do right you got to meet the family as part of the culture and the mom has to approve in order for Nardine and Stanika to move their relationship forward. So Nurdine is hoping that his mom likes Stanika. And Sneek is hoping that his mom likes Stanika. And she decides that she's going to wear jeans and a shirt on the hottest one of the hottest days over there. I think that she was just tired of just wearing dresses. You know how we girls are. We're like, eh, let's switch it up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she switched it up um got the fabric because the fabrics is the surprise for the mom right is part of like the etiquette and culture there um and nina jensen nina says to see the producers and to all of us that she thinks that nerdine's mom is gonna love Sneeka. tell Sneeka to just be herself because we all know that Sneeka is full of personality she's like wowed us right she's very kind very considerate thoughtful, Thought provoking, all the things. So Nina's like, just be yourself uh, because at the end of the day, Sineke is a very respectable woman, right? And I couldn't have said it better. Maybe we had like a little yeah, last week, but she's back to her normal yes, self. Yeah. Uh, so Sineke is excited. She's nervous. Um, she says, you know, she's a little bit nervous because she's got a big personality and a lot of energy. So she's hoping that it goes well. In this traditional conservative environment. Do you want to add anything before I move on? No, go ahead. So then they get there. And you know what I think is funny? is like her second date. Uh, I don't even remember that that dude's name Salah. Salah. Yeah. So Salah says it's going to be like my brother and the interpreter. And then the mom and, and um, the dad show up, right? And like everyone's there. Nardine says, oh, it's going to be my mom. And this might be my aunt. Oh, and it might be my brother. Then it was the mom, the aunt, the cousin, the brother. I was like, y'all, so is the ambush. But it went well. So uh, the mom, Malika, is there as well as Yosef, the brother. And they greet Stanika with open arms. She presents a gift and it was so sweet, like that whole moment. Because if you guys remember, Sneeka's like, I want to pick up the material and I like purple. And Nordine's like, My mom doesn't like purple, but Sneeka stuck to the purple, got the purple with the glitter, right? Because, you know, what girl doesn't like glitter? Um, and then the mom loved it. And you could see she loved it because she pulled it up to her. And mm-hmm. she was like, Yeah, she was all like a little kid, like, ah, <laughs> I love that. So good job, Sneeka. <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm here. Cottage.
0: Um, And so that was really sweet. They all sit down. uh, The aunt comes in. And the brother starts doing this little thing that big brothers tend to do. Talk a lot of shit. (laughs) So Yosef starts talking about Nardine, like, hey, you know, Nardine's the only single one in the family. He's not a traditional Arabic. He's not a traditional Muslim. He's not a traditional Moroccan guy. And he has the audacity to ask questions about a lot of things of our culture. We're just really trying to get him married off.
1: I loved hearing him talk about, like, he's not traditional. We're just trying to get rid of him. Like, I, I to me, that's like a good brother relationship.
0: But what do I know?
1: Uh, I mean, you.
0: I'm here for it. I just think it's funny. I love watching Sanika. Us too, Morgan. What up, Wonderlust? Wonderlust, Wonderlust is in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, Hola, ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. Thanks for joining us on your holiday.
1: Right. So, <clears throat> oh wait, I wanted to say one thing, Stanika, You know you're wrong for calling that little girl a Big Twelve.
0: But that's part of her personality. I thought it was hilarious. And so I was like, girl, you did that one for the culture. <laughs> not a lot of people are like, what do you mean by big 12? Like the, the big 12? Is that like the past 12? What do you mean by that? I
1: died laughing. Like, does anybody even understand what she's right. saying right that's now?
0: Culture. <laughs> okay, so um. Yeah, Asia is her name, and the reason why I know that is because I think I told you guys this, and maybe I didn't, I don't know. You know, I'm private, but my Guinean name is Afia, and so I was like, Oh, Afia, As- Asia, that's how I even know how to pronounce it because it's the F and the S. Anyways, she's 12, and according to Sneak, she's a big 12. <laughs> uh, but Tanisha Tanisha, Stanika liked the outfit that. Asia was wearing, as well as what the mom was wearing. And, you know, she's in these jeans. She's got a shirt on. She's got a blazer on top of that. And she was burning up. Clearly, there was no air conditioning up in there. And so she mentioned like she likes the outfit and that she's feeling burning up and hot. So the mom was like, Well, you're more than welcome to, you know, wear one of mine. And so they did. Oh, it's her 50th so birthday. Oh, oh no! Happy what, birthday! You know what that calls for, right? Here we do it. Okay. Y'all know. Y'all know what happens when there are birthdays or if I'm talking about Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jess Riley. Happy birthday. All right, here we go with my autotune. Happy birthday to ya-cha-cha-cha. Cha, cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday, Wonderlust. Cha-cha-cha. Happy
1: 54th birthday to the big, you. The big 5-4. The big 5-4. <laughs> Have a wonderful birthday. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> being in Mexico and having lots of good food and drinks, if that's your thing.
0: <sighs> so funny. All right, so... Back to Stanika. So um, the mom and the aunt and Soneka go off to the room. She changes, comes back. She's super comfortable and she's happy that she's changed. She feels accepted by the family. She wasn't sure if she was being accepted, but she felt like that gesture was like, okay, the mom's cool with me. So, so far, so good. And then um, they start bringing the food out. And this is where, I don't know, girl. I don't know. I'm going to have to hear what April has to say. (laughs) Oh, Wonderlove, we love you right back. I want to see what April has to say. Because, you know, we tend to not agree. (laughs) We agree to disagree. So here's what happens. They bring the food out. um, And traditional food. And then they bring this milk situation out, right? And so it's a traditional milk drink, which is interesting because I didn't hear them say a name. Did you, April? I did not hear the name. Yeah, it. it was weird. I was like, that way I could have looked it up and it had more information for you guys, but they didn't say the name. Here's what I know. Um, so they said, you know how? You milk the cow, you get the first part of the milk out, the bottom fat, they turn into butter, and then the rest of it, they call it the skimmed milk, and this is the skim milk that they drink with couscous. Now, Sneeka was like, she felt like she could smell the milk from across the way. And she said, <sighs> something that I hate when you Americans say this, but whatever. She said, this is not like the milk in America. And I'm going to say, well, you're not in America. So obviously it's not going to be like the milk in America. But you that's just what I would say. She doesn't like it. she doesn't like it she doesn't like the smell of it she doesn't like it and she can't hide it off of her face she can't hide it off of her expressions and she says in her words that she hopes quote the spoiled milk is not why the relationship ends before it starts what are your thoughts on that part april you go first
1: you don't have to say this is not like America, for you to just not like something. You can just not like something. It's okay for you to just, I'm sorry, that's not my thing. Thank you for letting me try it. Let's move on to the next thing that you want me to try. That's, you know, that is enough. I would have had to tell them that I'm lactose intolerant. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I don't even respect my lactose intolerance the majority of the time, but if I can smell it, before it's even in front of me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't do dairy.
0: And that's all you have to say. I, I appreciate because I'm one of those people too, that like my face says it all, all the time. I would, I ho- let's see what happens because I feel like in the preview, it gets worse. <laughs> I feel like you could be like, Hey, you know what? No, thank you april lactose intolerance whatever but this no no this is not like milk from america well you're Um, not you're not you're not there so
1: you know my fellow american canadians we can't do
0: that (laughs) so i'm gonna cut you off right there i'm gonna cut you off immediately i gave you honorary because everyone else did but then what you see how americans are what you're not about to do is loop and wait Ooh, but did i
1: cool. tell you how i stopped myself from being american on my last vacation guys i'm so proud of myself i we went on a walk through some lava fields and we noticed that like everything is there that you need to make some lava soap and we were like oh my gosh we could just take some of the lava rocks we could make lava soap and we collectively said wait a minute that would be very american of us to just take these people's lava rocks we can't do that we can't just take their stuff we we'll just buy it from the store where they sell it kudos kudos i didn't you see how she has I to thought, a plus i i fought doing the right thing my instinct <laughs> <laughs> that's my my 25 percent of my dna i fought it beat it down
0: okay so what were you saying when you were trying to group in the canadians and americans
1: you don't have to say that you don't like something because it's not american you can just say i don't like it you don't have to be like well this is not how it's done in america well in america we blah 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 blah. well we don't drink this in america well in america we cook it like this in america we clean like that you don't have to just i don't like it and why do you guys do
0: that by the way
1: I don't know where that impulse comes from to have to make it a comparison. Um, but we do know that this is T- Seneca's first trip out of the country. So we know that it is her only basis of comparison. I'd like to think that with more travel, she would drop that kind of thing.
0: Uh, yeah. but I don't know.
1: A lot of Americans are just pretentious. So
0: yeah this was her only little stumble i think she did very very well i think she did very very well
1: in the very first episode we saw her trying different kinds of lamb and tea, and so i think this is the first time that she's not adequately um you know rejecting or enjoying something it's also the first time i think i've heard her make that comparison in america blah, blah 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 um so i just you know i i also am looking at her with a more positive light than a lot of the other characters um so or the other people on the show so i'm giving her a lot more benefit of the doubt than i give a lot of other people too. admittedly
0: rory just said what i said you can politely decline the offer as this canadian would do which is <laughs> exactly what i just said thank you but no you thanks. can you don't have to
1: say this is not how we do it
0: in canada you will not hear those words come out of any canadian you've never heard that you've never you've never heard that we don't I've do that in, in- i've heard it when
1: i say it Yeah, and- <laughs> i crack myself up you guys don't take that seriously
0: Girl, they they already think you're Canadian. When I saw the post, they were were like, welcome back to Canada. they travels back to Canada. I was was
1: laughing so hard because when you come back from, when you go through Icelandic customs, it's like US and Canada over here and then everybody else over here. You're not gonna take pictures in there, but I want to take a picture so bad and be like, see, going in the Canadian line.
0: I'm done with her. (laughs)
1: But yeah, I don't I don't know where that impulse comes from to do that. I think it's probably on the decline now because America's not doing that great as a country. Um, but we shall see.
0: Um, Ryan, this is her very first trip outside of America. So I don't believe she's been anywhere else besides Morocco, but she did very, very well on this very first trip. She did a solo trip. She stayed by herself, all the things. So She deserves a round of applause.
1: And we didn't see it, but she's actually been out exploring the country on the days that she doesn't have dates.
0: You wanna go ahead and read that one? (laughs) Do you wanna read that one or not? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. (laughs) Oh guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Again, don't forget to like, and subscribe. Uh if you guys are watching Before the 90 Days, I'm catching us up tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So come on back. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here and see you soon.
1: Remember to <laughs> send your body down and wind the telephone. Really.
0: You see her? Do you see her? You guys. <laughs> I blame y'all. I blame y'all. You let her out. Now she's rolling with it. Rolling, rolling, uh, rolling. Wait ride. till Crystal comes
1: back. I got to put my British accent on.
0: Thanks you, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye, Riley. What is she? April needs to have some poutine. Have you had poutine before, April?
1: I've had poutine before. Unfortunately, because I'm lactose intolerant, I cannot intoler-
0: You see how she's? You know she's making this up right now, right? And she paused. That pause was like, oh, what do I say next? (laughs) Love it. Love it. Bye, guys. Bye.